Hello everyone and welcome to Dallas Hoops Gamecast. I am your host Martin. We are joined tonight by Sydney. Hello. And tonight the Mavericks beat the Boston Celtics 110 to 107. Luca beat the Boston Luca beat Celtics. the and and honestly that's Twice. the truest sense of the word or yeah. phrase. Yes, Luca beat the Boston Celtics tonight two times in the final minutes. We're going to talk about the game, but first if you like the show, please give the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at Dallas Hoops Cast. So again, the Mavericks beat the Boston Celtics, and really it was kind of a weird, ugly game, a lot like the Memphis game where mm-hmm. there's not a lot of rhythm and flow. The Mavericks' offense looks ugly. Their defense looks great. It's almost like the start of the season all over, I mean, after the first six yeah. games or whatever, where they went that four-game stretch where they won four in a row. They just couldn't score, but their defense was much better. That's kind of how the last two games have gone. And in this game, their offense at times was okay, but then at times it was just terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was a close game pretty much the whole game, and then they were able to pull away in the fourth, and then the Celtics came back, and that's how it got close. Yeah, and and the the, the way they came back, it was a combination of – fortunate shot making by Boston and just what kind of decisions were we making on offense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was an interesting coaching decision to run things through Jalen Brunson uh, in crunch time. I mean, Jalen Brunson had a good game, but the last few possessions, it seemed like the play call was for Brunson. And I thought that was weird, Weird. but yes, thankfully he went back to Luca, obviously. Yes, it was very weird. And I understand Brunson was hot there in the fourth quarter. And he had a great game. Yes, he did. Yeah. And, and, and really Brunson was a big part of Mm -hmm. why we got the lead because he hit the shots, but let's be honest, he hit the shots on passes from Luca because Luca was being double teamed and that's how Brunson was able to get to the free throw line and get the wide open threes. It's not like he was out there creating this offense. I mean, just it was just the way he normally does. Exactly. You know, he plays well off of and like Hardaway and Luca, and and yeah. that's why it was so strange to see them late in the game to think that going to him as the primary playmaker yeah. against Kemba Walker was a smart decision, and it just wasn't. No, I mean, like again, he had a good game. He's a good player, and he's made big shots. Yes. Um, but I don't want to run our crunch time offense, those last three or four possessions you're going to get. I don't want to run them through. Yeah, and and I don't want to turn this into a Brunson trash fest. He doesn't deserve that because he did play really well. He did. This was more of a Carlisle. Yeah, this was more of a Carlisle decision because Brunson played well. Now, to be fair, Boston was double-teaming Luka, Mm -hmm. and they actually played him well defensively. Luka was struggling to get around guys. They were really good at not biting on any of his hesitations mm-hmm. which that's usually how he gets around guys and you saw on the second to last shot that he you know ended the celtics uh, yeah, dynasty d- yeah whatever <laughs> he ended it all he and broke them he couldn't get any separation even daniel tice didn't bite on his pump mm-hmm. fake so he had to resort to his step back and he switched it and he gave the Mavs a two-point lead Luka. because he's awesome yeah and he's an all-star starter for a reason. Exactly. And then Jalen Brown ties it. Mavericks, no timeouts. Nine seconds left. I just, as soon as that happened, I had this feeling, you know? I had a warm, fuzzy yes, feeling I was in like, my heart. I just, sometimes you just know it's going to yeah. go in. Yeah. And when he shot it from 50 feet, I was like, <laughs> okay. But he swished it. Yeah. I mean, the first one 
Well, they were both amazing. The first one, it was, I don't know. I first I, one when the shot clock was going down, he was yeah. forced to shoot it that way. The, both of them, I was kind of the same as you. I just had a good feeling yeah. about it. And like, it's easy to say that now after yes. the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's just how great Luca is. You just expect those shots to go in. And you're right. Like, they weren't easy shots because they played Luca really well the entire game. Um, but even in those possessions, they were trying to get switches and... Daniel Tice ended up, and he played really great mm-hmm. defense on him. And yeah, Luca had to force up a tough shot, and he just he drilled it, he drained yeah. it like it was nothing but net. It was well, and it great. was it was such an important shot because again, Dallas was up by twelve, mm-hmm. and that Kemba Walker four point play. What as soon as it happened, it made me nervous because it cut the lead down like so in much half. in just a short period of time. Yeah. So it made me really nervous. And then Boston kept coming back, and then we were doing some boneheaded plays on the <laughs> offensive side of the court. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, well, and guys couldn't make shots. Like no. Dorian didn't Dorian, have a good game. And and you you talked about that one possession where oh, Luca yeah. and Dorian were on the same side of the court. And then Dorian runs to create separation to the other side, to the other yeah. corner three, and Tatum just doesn't even doesn't follow even him. Follow. Just it stays move there. at all. It's like, I don't care about you. Yep. I mean, Dorian has hit big shots, but just, you know, tonight he didn't. And I fully expected him to make that one. I did, man. Yeah. Me too. And, yeah. and he just he just missed it. Yeah. And But, you know, you, you can't play 39 minutes and have zero points. Yeah. it's But, you know, like, he's that kind of player. I mean, it's like the same thing I say all the time. When... Role players, they make their shots half the time. And tonight, it was the half yep. when Dorian doesn't make his shots. That's why you need guys like Luca and preferably, you know, a second guy. Because they, they do what Luca did tonight. Yeah. So, outside of that, I mean, I, I thought the Mavericks' defense was good. Um, I, I don't know why Grant Hill, during the, the broadcast, kept talking about how no team's playing defense. I was watching teams playing defense. I just thought in the first half... They hit a lot of contested shots. Mm-hmm. And the score was 56-55 in the first half. In today's league, yeah. that's a low-scoring half. Yeah. Now, I know in his years, when he <laughs> played, that was the end of the third. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, he played with the Suns. I mean. Well, later in his career. Yeah, true. But, true. you know, during his time period, you know, a 56-point half would have been a bad defensive yeah. showing. Yeah. But in today's league, that's actually not that bad. Well, and I thought the Celtics actually did play really good defense on Luka. Like, the way they were doubling him and trapping him. And I noticed that the traps made it to where the outlet wasn't just one pass away. Like, Luka had to do a lot of long passes that ended up in turnovers. But he had to get really creative with how he managed those double teams. I thought they played it really well, the Celtics. Yeah, it was a really, you know, they're a well-coached team. Yeah, we we saw it earlier in the season with the Raptors and the way the Raptors played Luca, and they they executed the double teams, the traps, mm-hmm. and everything perfectly. And then the very next game, the Pacers tried to do the same thing, but they're not as well coached. Yeah, and they couldn't execute it the same way. I will say though that Boston, especially in the first half, they were allowed to play incredibly physically. Oh yeah, with Luca and yeah. and it's just like some of these soft fouls that Jalen Brown was getting and I was just like I saw one of them that Brown got Luca literally was laughing because he's like he doesn't get these things yeah and I thought there was one a couple really in particular where Jason Tatum where he was riding all over his back I know Mm -hmm. Tatum got the block but it was clearly a foul on on Luca's back with his body yeah and they just they didn't blow the whistle and I just 
they allowed them to play very physically with Luca, and I think that Henry. I think he only had four free four throw free attempts, throws. and for yeah. a guy that averages nine. I thought that was a little unacceptable. It's pretty amazing when you think about it that Luca only had four free throws and yet he scored 31 points. Well, his three-point shot over yeah. the last two months or whatever has been really good. He, he, he was, was six, six of eight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, I thought the Celtics played their defense really well. With Kristaps out, they took advantage of that opportunity and the way they double-teamed and trapped Luca. And he did a pretty good job of trying to get it to other guys. But, you know, again, like I said, like... They just didn't hit shots Yeah, tonight. Dorian, he didn't hit shots. And then Maxi, who's another guy that is sometimes an outlet for mm-hmm. those long shots, he wasn't playing tonight. And Hardaway was 0 of 8. Yeah, on yeah. three-pointers. So yeah. Hardaway and Brunson had good games, but they... The, the Celtics play their defense really well, yep. but Luka, you know, he made the right play, and ultimately he still finished 11 for 23 with 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. So sometimes yeah. he's just that kind of player. Yeah. There's only yeah. so much you can do, and in the end, he killed he, him. Yeah, and yeah. in Boston, like, there's really not much they can say. You just... You tip your hat to him. Yeah, you, know, you got beat by they, a legend. Yeah, I mean, they, they played great defense, <laughs> The Mavericks roster just isn't very good right now. Now, to be fair, Boston's roster is almost just as bad. If you take, mm-hmm. if you look at their their box score outside of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker, I think the highest score was like eight. Yeah, they it's had like, two guys score eight. Yeah, it's like a zero, a, a lot two, of zeros a four. On there. Yes, <laughs> and so they their roster is almost just as bad as Dallas outside mm-hmm. of their stars. Yeah, and and so you can see how that's impacting their record this year because, you know, Brown and and Tatum are great, but they're they're not on that level of like LeBron and yeah. Giannis where they can lead a team to a victory despite having no, really bad yeah, rosters. No help. Um, but the Mavericks, their roster is decimated again, and. Yeah. They had no business winning this game at the end of the game, but that's what happens when you have great players. Yeah, they had to. They really had to fight it out because again, yeah. they they lost the lead. Um, not everyone was on their A game. I mean, Hardaway had a decent game, but he didn't hit a single three. Mm-hmm. Dorian, you know, he's not. I don't even think he's averaging double digits, but he gives you something. Except tonight, he had zero. Um, Trey Burke didn't play well. Dwight Powell only played 11 minutes. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was a tough, ugly win. Yeah. And it's in these games when your stars, Luka, they have to come through, and he yeah. did twice. It, it's he also, hit two yes. game winners. It also would help if you had a secondary guy yeah. that you can rely on late in the game. Um, look, Brunson, again, was <clears> good. <throat> but at the end of the game, if Luka's getting doubled and you have to resort to yeah. – a bench guy to be your secondary playmaker as good as Brunson is it's not ideal. That's not yeah. his, that's not his role. That's not what he, yeah. his game, you know, his game right now looks like he is a quality player, but he doesn't, you can't have him as a primary playmaker. No, he's a quality backup. Yeah. 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 But you don't want to, you don't want him to be your second option in crunch no. time. I was surprised that Josh Richardson wasn't out there more at the end of the game. You know, there were there was a weird stretch where we were playing James Johnson um and running things through James Johnson. Extended minutes and yeah. I I thought we rode that train a little bit too long. I understand that while he was out there the Mavs built like a 10 point lead, but I think at that point you 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 stopped <clears throat> riding that train and you yeah. get 
Tim Hardaway back in or something, somebody yeah. that can actually shoot or score. And they didn't do that. And I think it hurt them late in the game because he was out there for just too many possessions. Yeah. And he had two possessions where he got the shot. Nobody ran out at him. Mm-hmm. And he just bricked it because it's James Johnson. Yeah, he's he's a decent playmaker sometimes. We talked about in the beginning of the season. I was surprised by how good he was as a playmaker and rebounder defender. Like, he's not awful, but yeah, it. You know, between him and Josh Richardson or yeah. Hardaway, yeah, I think yeah. they he was out there a little bit too long. Thankfully, they were they were able to salvage it, but that was that yeah. was part of the kind of like ugly part. Well, of and and we've seen over the last um, I guess two weeks where the Mavericks they're now what seven and two in their last nine games. Mm. Carlisle's really playing the plus minus game. If you in that particular game are a negative, yeah, you're not gonna continue to play like he's really coaching hard to win games and and Richardson I think was in minus nine he was and they were up by 12 at one point and you know he wasn't out there for that 12 point lead or when they lost the lead so he was a minus nine yeah and maybe and Carlisle so he just, just saw play. something that yeah sometimes just it's just that way yeah. and uh, Carlisle's a big numbers guy percentages and all like all these things sometimes yeah yeah yeah, sometimes it just isn't going well for that particular player yeah um ultimately they won because of luca and i don't think there's any question yeah i mean mean, obviously yeah yeah. (laughs) it was just it was just awesome to watch and i love that it was on national television Mm -hmm. so everyone can see it and anybody that had a problem with him starting over damien or thought that you know, he's not doing enough with this roster, he needs to do more, or he's overrated, or whatever it is that people have a problem with Luca. I mean, I don't know what they could say, but whatever it is they say, this is this is it. Like, this is what he does. He puts up these numbers, he hits these shots, he wins these games, and everybody saw yeah. it. And that's it. Like, that's, you saw it. Yeah. Look, if, if you don't have a lot of haters in this league, mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong. You're not very good. Because the greats, they all have haters. They yeah. just do. You because know, the, people know what they're capable yeah, of. Yeah, so there, there's haters, and, and Luca's got getting a lot of hate right now, and he'll be fine. You know, yeah. it's not like he's going to let it get to his head or anything like that. Clearly, he'll be fine. Yeah. You know, he sees it. But I, I love how I'd like to pull his numbers from the last five nationally televised games, because I bet he's averaging probably like 40 points a game. Yeah. Because he had a 44-point game, a 46-point game, a 31 point game and then you know some other crazy a 42 point game against the, the warriors, warriors. Oh, yeah. yeah so i bet the last 5 nationally televised games he's had close to 40 have they won all of those games they they beat the warriors they beat the pelicans when they had 46 they lost to the blazers when he had 44 mm. then uh tonight he beat they beat the uh who do they play tonight? Boston. The Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> and he had 31. Um, do you think that his MVP candidacy trail thing is growing? or He is going to have to lead them to a top four seed. Yeah. And that's just it. And even then, it's going to be a battle. But if he can, by some miracle, lead them to a top four seed averaging 29-9-9, and mm-hmm. Then I think he has a good chance of being back at that front runner. Right now, 
He's not getting a lot of attention on the MVP because of the Mavericks record. They sucked. Yeah. Yes. But if he, by some miracle, can get him to a top four seed, which is not actually that insurmountable when you look at the way the West is stacked right now, mm-hmm. but they would have to be that good in order to do that, and he would have to be the catalyst, and they would have yeah. to trade Porzingis. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it helps that all these games are on national television. Oh, definitely. And he's playing yeah. really well. I wonder if that's one reason why he is – well, I mean – Maybe one reason why he's playing so well on national television. Like, maybe he wants to be considered well, as an MVP candidate. You I don't know. know Not if, that he's selfish, yeah. but yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody wants that award. I think he, like we've talked about all the time, I think sometimes he's just bored and he yeah. needs a reason to get up in the morning <laughs> and do it again because it's yeah. so easy to him. And yeah. I think when games are on national television, especially when you're going against another star like mm-hmm. Curry and Willard, and, and Zion, Zion and Jason Tatum, yeah. you, like you just want to put on a show, yeah. and I think that's what gets Dirk going. always did that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's thinking about MVP. Yeah, but I think it helps that they're nationally televised, so people see it. I do feel like it's a little too late. I feel like people already have this idea of who the Mavs are this year, nah. and that Luca isn't good enough. I, I feel like Embiid has it locked up. Nah, and the thing is, the season's so long, and the MVP winner is usually like, "What have you done for me lately?" Mm. So if and and you know what the the Sixers, what if they lose four games in a row and they drop to yeah. four? You know, something like the season is just so long. Yeah. So and I'm not saying he's gonna do it. But there's still a huge chance. And again, if he is playing top notch the last 20 games of the season and they go 15 and 5 mm-hmm. during that and they move all the way up, then he's going to be right back there in the MVP race. Yeah, I I still don't think that he has a chance to win it. No. Just because I don't think the record will be good enough. Even if they got top four, I don't know if that would be good enough. And also, he's really young. It's it's very rare for players to win it this young. Um, so I don't think he could win it. But it would be cool if he finished in the top three, you know, to be part of those three that, you know, on the I award mean, he show. he finished and... fourth last year. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's not like I, – I think the, the, the concern with me is how quickly the hate has turned on him. Uh, not not just fans, but media guys. He's hmm. got a lot of hate out there, and I, I I think it's a little bit unfair. I understand it's early. I understand. For that. Well, he the reason is because he gets a lot of attention. Yeah. He gets a lot of media. Well, because he's time good. Well, yes, and and it's <laughs> look. I have a lot of theories on it, and I'll keep them to myself. Well, we talked about that in our latest episode of Dallas Hoops Fancast, yes. um, which I uploaded today. But he he's not given the same leash as a Damian Willard for example or any third year player yeah and they're they're automatically comparing him to LeBron and Durant in their third seasons and again that just means that you're great yeah but he's not been given the same leeway that even LeBron and Durant got in their first four or five so usually when you're a young player you get a free pass on your team's record for your first five or six seasons Mm -hmm. and then after that they start to say, hey, well, you yeah. got to start winning. Devin Booker just went through that, and at mm-hmm. least now he's winning. James Harden went through that. LeBron went through that. Durant, all of the players, all the greats. Donovan you, Mitchell. Yes, you're given a good yeah. five years to let your team build up around you. Yeah. And then if you're still not winning, then they start to yeah. you know, start to hate. But 
that apparently already started. Yeah, it is. I mean, for being in his third season, and and again, maybe like you said, it you should just take it as a compliment because he's only in his third season and people are already expecting them to be title contenders and yeah. him to win MVPs. Yep. It's like... That's how good they think he. Sh- those are the things yeah. he think they think he should be able to do right now. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's well, a compliment. you don't hear the same talk about Bradley Beal yeah. and Zach Levine and Zion Williamson. Um, I mean, there's other players like that that are all stars. Yeah, their teams aren't doing good. Nobody is saying, well, they're not that good yeah. because whatever. They're just making excuses for them or just not talking about them at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Luca, well, no, his team's got to win if he's going to be an MVP candidate. Yeah. Those guys aren't even in the discussion. Yeah, but I think like with these, he like he hit two game winners tonight. I yeah. think he is going to be a perennial MVP candidate because yes. he's gotten to the point where. He does. It's like he never lets them down. You know, it, his rookie season. Obviously, he's a, a rookie. His second season, like he's slowly gotten better at being reliable in those moments, doing it game in and game out. Tonight, it's like you know he's going to be there. You know mm-hmm. he's going to do it. You know he's going to hit those shots. He's going to take over. Um, he's just gotten to that level so quickly that. And then tonight was like we were just screaming. I mean, it was just <laughs> awesome to watch. Yeah. And so. Even he saved he, he saved the game for yeah, Dallas. Yeah, he did because they were it was getting bad. Yep. So but yeah, I think he'll be an MVP candidate for a long time, but I still don't think he's gonna win it this no, year. No, I, I don't either. Again, I, I don't think he's gonna win it this year. It'd be a miracle in order for him to win it, but he's gonna be in that discussion forever. He'll Here, probably win multiple MVPs. Here's a question. Um we've talked a lot about Hardaway and Brunson lately. They both had good games tonight. Hardaway didn't shoot it very well, but he still had 14 points. I thought he was still effective. Yeah, Brunson had 22. We've talked about how Hardaway could compete for a sixth man of the year. Do you think Brunson could Not be this in that year, but if he if he continues to play this well, then at some yeah. point, yeah. But look, I, I think the trade market for Brunson is going to turn really high. Yeah. Um, and Which the Mavericks maybe helpful if they want to yes. trade Kristaps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And since they're going to trade Kristaps. They um, might. <laughs> I'm assuming Brunson is part of any discussion. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the teams might be Boston if they're looking to move on from Kemba Walker. Now, I don't think that's a good fit for Dallas. No. But you could get a third team involved, a team that maybe needs a point guard and is tired of another guy that they have. So can I plug really qu- yes. quick? Wait, so on our latest episode of Dallas Hoops Fancast, which I just posted today, we really dug into the Kristaps Porzingis trade rumors like, are the sources legit? Would the Mavs do that? Should the Mavs do that? What are the trade options? So listen to that podcast because we dug into, like, yeah. all of it. And yeah. you mentioned that, a Boston Celtics potential trade. Yeah, well, I, I didn't – not like there's any sources. It was just a, a – I thought you said your sources. No, no, no. I oh, specifically okay. said I have no sources. Oh, okay. This was just a theory that I had that, oh, okay. that may come out because of the situation the Boston Celtics are in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see again, uh, you know, did you see anything f- or sorry, I'll let you yeah, finish the sentence. Yeah. Well, did you see anything from this game that like, maybe the Mavs don't need Chris stops or, you know, I don't know. I, I saw that they don't need, no, I, they need a secondary playmaker Yeah, yeah. and they can wing it in the meantime on their center position. They're a much better defensive team. When Porzingis is not out there. And I think that's just 
factual. I don't think anybody would argue yeah. that fact that Porzingis defensively has been a huge liability for Dallas. Yeah, he struggles with pick and roll defense. Just, I mean, I think that's been well does. established. Yes. The numbers show yes. it. And I think offensively, he's just not reliable enough to create his own offense. So you can't, when Luka's getting double teamed, you, you don't have another guy you can just go run your offense through. And I think that's what they need. And then you can figure out the rest of the pieces later. So yeah. if they can find a way to use a Brunson, Hardaway, Porzingis, Richardson, whatever package to get another secondary playmaker, a, a reliable one, mm-hmm. then they can work on building the rest of the roster. The Porzingis experiment, in my opinion, did not work. So you you rather start over now while Luke is just in his third year instead of waiting five years. Yeah, so speaking of their defense tonight, like I think Kemba Walker would have been a guy that would have killed them. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight he had 21 points. He shot eight for 19. Um, yeah, with... The way that Kristaps struggles with pick-and-roll defense, the way he has to play his drop coverage, a lot of times those guards and shooters really destroy them. And I think Kemba holding him to 21, I mean, to me, that's, that's yeah, a and, big deal. And the thing is, like, with Kemba, he hasn't been that good this year, mm-hmm. but that's the kind of player that has been killing the Mavs, yeah. especially yeah. this season. They'll get a guy who isn't playing that well, and he'll – Destroy the map because he has a wide open lane. Yes, the whole game. Yes, and <laughs> yeah. and he'll have a, a career night against Dallas because of yeah. forcing his drop coverage. Yeah, and usually Kemba's the kind of guy that would destroy the Mavericks, but when Porzingis isn't out there, you just don't see that. But you do see the issue with the secondary playmaker late in the game. We're forced yeah. to go to Jalen, and that's just not the answer. Yeah, so you know, I'm still on the fence about the trading Kristaps thing. Obviously, I just don't understand. <laughs> I mean, why. obviously, like, so we went into that in that episode of FanCast. Um, but you know, like tonight, I know they won, and obviously, like I just talked about with Kemba, you could see how I don't know if it was an improvement in their defense or maybe it just was not as bad. You know, so well, he didn't go off. But yeah, I I can see the negatives of Kristaps. His oh. pick and roll defense, I I do get that. His inconsistency on offense, I get that. I just I would rather them try to make it try to work it out. And I don't want to spend like thirty minutes talking yeah, about yeah. Kristaps. We, we, but we, we did all this on the fan yeah, cast. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting to watch it from that point of view. And I was watching Kristaps on the bench, like the entire game. Now that all these rumors are out, I was trying (laughs) to see if there was like signs, but there wasn't really anything. He got up to go to the bathroom. Probably check his phone to see if he got, uh, (laughs) if he got traded. I'll say that it's, it's really not entirely fair to put the defensive struggles all on Porzingis. Like in these Mm -hmm. two games, Memphis has been struggling and they were without a lot of guys. Yeah. And Boston's also been struggling. Mm-hmm. And they're also without some guys. But they just – Boston hasn't been the same team. So yeah. I don't know if it's Dallas defense so much or if it's just the two teams they played offensively have been kind of a struggle for them. Yeah. And uh, so, again, I don't want to make it all on Porzingis. I just think overall the long run, when you need him to play defenses in the playoffs, and I don't know if he can do that, and I don't want to pay a guy $30 million a year – who's going to be played off the court. Yeah. Um, one other stat I just looked at, the Mavericks got out-rebounded tonight, 38-46. to 46. And there were a few times where it was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, box out. Well, they struggle with strength. Yeah. I mean... 
I mean, their their big guys were Dwight Powell and Willie Cauley Stein. So and and that's why you know. look and Boston plays really strong. Yeah. And I think that's why Boban got a lot of time tonight mm-hmm. because Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice are really strong dudes, and they were just moving Dwight Powell around like he wasn't there. And Willie Cauley Stein is slender; he's yeah. not strong. So, you know, Boban was effective. He had eight rebounds, I think, in his five minutes of playtime. Thirteen time. minutes, yeah, eight rebounds, and that's just because he was just able to match the strength that Boston had. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think that's another area they could improve. And again, some of those rumors that we talked yeah. about were them trying to yeah. get another big man. But this is another example of it, how the, the game was honestly, it was really ugly in some parts. And I think Luca bailed them out. And not that that's a bad thing. I mean, sometimes, but you, that doesn't, some nights you just need your star to win it for yes, you. And that's what he did. But that just, you know, I don't want you to not, make corrections yeah like can you fix those problems he's hiding these problems yeah but those problems exist yeah good good summary yeah well that's all i have for this game um what are we at time wise i don't want to keep people up too late uh 28 40 okay one so i think that's good enough for tonight the mavericks play philadelphia on thursday do you think Kristaps will be back i don't know um if they're trying to trade him then no yeah. But if he doesn't play, I assume it'll be Boban mm-hmm. that will start just because Embiid's size we can't have. I mean, maybe Colley Stein they try, but I don't think yeah. Dwight Powell gets no. a lot of time in the next game. Do you think Maxi will be back? At I hope so. Spring? Yeah, I hope so because we just need people that can shoot a contested three. Yeah, and his defensive. I mean, uh, a uh, wide open yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> his defensive versatility, I think, will help with the Sixers because – Ben Simmons being their point guard, he's a big dude. And so, I mean, not that he's still extremely mobile and all that, but I think Maxi, that's kind of a, he's a good guy to have out there. Yeah, and Ben Simmons defensively, and this is why I think that Philadelphia game scares me a little bit because they just don't have anybody else that can score. The Mm -hmm. Mavericks don't. And Ben Simmons is a really good defender. Now, Luka has found a way to score on him, and I haven't found a player in this league that can shut him down and usually every player every star player has that one guy Mm -hmm. that just plays him really well but i haven't seen anybody guard luca very well you know who that is luca (laughs) it's carlisle by going to brunson (laughs) or the refs yeah so we'll we'll see but uh we won't keep you guys up very much later we will talk to you guys after the philadelphia game thanks guys for listening bye